Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast, live from the land, with my main, my main, my main, my main man, Big Frenchie all the way from the Bronx, got him out here in foreign land out in Cleveland, recording a special podcast on Town Business Weekend. Yes, the boys are back together once again. Ain't nothing like it. Before you do anything, ladies and gentlemen, I need you to subscribe. I need you to leave those five stars on iTunes. If you got any questions, leave those comments. Leave those questions on iTunes. Let us know. Get us up in the rankings. Also, log on to letstalkbattlerap.com. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter, LTBR Podcast. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter and LTBR Podcast. And now, pass the microphone on to my main man, Big Friends. What it do, baby? Flat, we're fresh off of Town Business 2 weekend. Yes, we are. Um, definitely got some news to cover. Yes, we do. We're going to talk about some of the highlights for day two mm-hmm. and how we feel about some of the performances. Absolutely. And some of the lowlights. Some of the our biggest takeaways from day two. Let's just start with the elephant in the room, right? Let's do it. Surviving SoCon. <laughs> That's what it was if you watched that battle. Watched if you watched in the through. East Coast, you were up till 2 a.m. Yes. You watched it. In the UK, because you UK guys love you some KOTD. <laughs> you UK guy love you some KOTD. I know you love KOTD. You don't stay for your URL pay-per-view, but you'll stay oh. up for King of the Dot pay-per-view. That's okay. I know why. Like, oh. But when URL drops volume five, you'll be like, finally, URL spending Spend time, time with me. <laughs> Fact, though. But if you're from the UK watching that battle, you were up till six in the morning going to work. Shout out to Kendall. Seven in the morning. So, yeah, just to Kendall, he said, he said, mate, I'm on my way to work now after this battle. I can't believe this. Um, his eyes must have been bloodshot, taping him up like, like, was that Daffy Duck? Not like Daffy that, Duck. The Patrick, Donald the, the Duck. Patrick Starr, Donald Duck. Uh, all, all the memes, man. Yikes, man. Those look crazy. Um, you and I got a chance to not be hyperbolic. We didn't jump out the window. We just went on Twitter and just had our fun, you know, uh-huh. poo-poo in the battle. I called it the King of the Dot version of Iron Solomon and Murder Mook. Sure did. And um, this battle did make history, though. I will acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. You got to do the reporting on the right way. Disaster and Soul can hold the record for the longest battle ever recorded in history. Clocked in at an hour and 39 minutes. And your man, Disaster, is very proud of this one. He even asked for this infographic from us directly. Hey, requested it. Salute to Disaster. Disaster now holds the record for the longest battle rap round of all time. Clocked in at 29 minutes, 49 seconds against SoCon. That is longer than a sitcom without commercials. That's crazy. That's crazy. Disaster now passes Mook for the longest battle round in history. Yeah. And a round that we thought nobody would pass. It's like, how do you do that? Was it, Do you think that was his idea the whole time? Like, you know what? I'm going to fucking pass this round one day. I mean, I think in the back of his mind somewhere, he's conscious of these things. And it's just like, okay, if Mook can really push this to 22 minutes, whatever it was, I think I could do 30 and not mess up. And he did that. It was interesting to watch because at some point you were like, oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you tapped out, you hit the couch or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I signed up for this. I've already seen the first round. 
I'm sticking around for the re- for the remainder of this because you never know what could happen. You know, like something completely could go left, Facts. and then next thing you know, it's like we'll never show this again on the VOD or anywhere. And I'm like, I don't want to miss that in case something goes crazy. I need case, to see in it. In case right? something salvages this battle, I got I got to witness it. <laughs> I need some redeeming qualities from this. And you know, you're watching. You're like, okay, Diz is going. He's going. He's going. He's still going. And you're like clocking it. And you're like, damn. Like, he's not messing up. Not nothing. Then he's still got, like, ammo for him. Then he starts talking about the divorce and everything. And I'm like, holy moly. Like, it was uh, it was interesting to watch, man. You and I had a conversation on our way to get some lunch talking about this battle. Yeah. And you said, this is a head scratcher. And I feel disappointed. I'm wondering what was SoCon doing up there. Can you elaborate a little bit about that? Like, how disappointed okay. you felt? and Yo. I, I always liked SoCon as a battle rapper. Thought he was talented. Oh, yeah. Thought he was funny, witty, Facts. sharp. Facts. All of that. Facts. I'm like, all right, after eight years, nine, nine years. years, you come back, you figure you either got something to say, something poignant to say, or you're going to try hard. I didn't feel like, that could be completely wrong. I just didn't feel like it was a valiant effort. Like, you know, even in the delivery of it, like, I know the content was ridiculously long, but just the way that it was delivered, it never seemed like he had a full grasp of everything. It was always like it was just a very loose battle for him. And there was nothing that I could really remember that he was really trying to drive home or, like, really doing super creative. There were moments where you're like, oh, that was cool. or That was cool. But for the amount of rhyming that he did... Like, it was nothing like his past battles. And, not, you know, you're a changed man. I'm not looking for you to rap about what you were rapping about. But you're still smart. You're still funny. You're still sharp. You're still witty. And he didn't exemplify any of those characteristics that... You even have cadence, like a rhythm. No, he just, like, was talking. And it's like just he folded like, in almost. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like he's rapping for so long that you're like, man, if you're going to phone it in, I don't think you want to rap that long. You know what I'm saying? Is there a conspiracy but, out that he really did phone it in? This was all for the bag? Is that, can, is that a fair assessment? I don't I don't even want to say that. I just think maybe he's just maybe he's just not there no more. Mm. Maybe I'm thinking, yo, this dude was once great and he's still going to be great. It's not great not anymore. Out of touch. Just out of touch. It's just not there. Just doesn't know what's gonna hit. He wasn't even that doesn't slow when he was in his land. prime. Like no, he, he used to have rhythm and rah, 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 rah. you know, like he had, he had something. He had some zest. He had some zeal. You know what I mean? I didn't see any of that, bro. Doesn't doesn't do well that his content didn't age well. There's a whole wave of fans that don't know SoCon or the Grind Time era, right. or even the beginning of URL. I've known fans that don't have never watched Rex and Math. Right. Oh, wow. Right? And so, like, you don't ever want to, like, poop-hut them because you say, hey, you got to know, like, this is the first URL battle ever. It's the first main event ever. You got to watch this. Right. So, SoCon at that time period was pretty dominant against lower-level competition. But now the content just seems cringy. And now you try to explain to somebody, this this guy was the man at the time. Conceited duck this guy. It's like trying to explain to someone... Yo, cannabis was crazy after the cannabis, battle. and then cannabis battles this, and you're like, this guy, this right. guy was battling everybody back in the days and going ham. And like basketball, I think we were talking about the other day through text. Who's like, it's crazy how now like analytical brand new fans won't understand the greatness of Rondo. Oh yeah, you Bernard say, yeah. King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
They're not going to get it. And the game tapes are not going to do it in no justice. Nope. Nope. Not at all, man. So I don't know. And and my thing is, this doesn't help SoCon in his music career because you can't show this to anybody. Who's going to watch this? This, this, this ain't going to help you get new fans. The people who watch this aren't going to want to go check out your music after this. Like, I don't know how it helps them. I don't, was anyone listening to his bars? Did he, did he run these by anyone? My two things, right? Yeah, that's my first concern. Who did he spar with? If he sparred. It sounds like he didn't because not one battle rapper ever tweeted out during this, like, run of SoCon. I heard SoCon's material. He's ready. He's adapted. Blah, blah, blah. Like, nobody took the time to spar with him. And now that leads me to, like, a big point. It's like, did he keep his material to himself? Did anybody reach out? Because I'm sure, like, SoCon is that guy. A lot of people are going to reach out to SoCon and say, hey, listen, it's your SoCon, but it's been nine years. Because yeah, he's got guys that he came up with from back then. He was on so, that show. No, that's what – right. Even if even if Matt didn't check in on his bars, he's got other guys who he, I'm sure he had to be cool with. I had hopes for this battle because the, the promos that he was doing – they were pretty funny. You know, like in pure SoCon manner, it was funny. And then nothing. Maybe I'm looking too deep into this, but when he was up there, he looked like someone who's going through it. Like when he was rapping, like he looked like he's, he looked like he was depressed, not happy. It like felt like it almost, down. it almost felt like he hit rock bottom, couldn't tap into his talents and took this performance knowing this is the one chance everybody will give him like this validation, this love. But when he got there, he just couldn't deliver. I don't know, bro. But, he but, he but, looked like a depressed person yeah, up it, there rapping or someone who, you know, needed that lift me up. I don't know how he gets it. You know what I'm saying? But whatever it was, he looked like he needed that boost beforehand. You know, like I said, I don't want to look too deep into that and like, you know, assume Psycho, anything you or whatever. Yeah, I, I, you know, because he might have been completely fine. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what was going on with his mental fortitude. <laughs> he might have went out for gyros after that. I was like, yo, oh, OK, man, I'm seems, on to the next one. Seems, I don't know. He seems happy on Twitter. But you know what? Too, his first round is 18 minutes. I don't remember any moment in that first round where the crowd was erupting and stopping him crazy. Yo. So then for you to have an 18 minute first round like that. My thing is either you're freestyling at that point or you sincerely just thought, I'm just going to rap to whenever. I don't know how they thought this was a good idea. I mean, I know they said unlimited rounds, but jeez Louise. I think this is going to be the battle that turns around a lot of things. (laughs) I think this is the final straw of everybody saying, I'm tired of one-hour battles. I'm tired of unlimited rounds. Bring back the clock. Yeah. Yo, and I mean, all right, when Diz ripped up the, the folder and all that, like, they said tears came out of his eyes, right? Sokan's eyes. Like, that shows someone could be, you know, they're treading a thin line. Like, when someone cries in a battle, like, I don't know what was in that folder. I don't know what he was going to hit Diz with. But when someone cries during a battle, that could be a cry for help, yo. You know what I mean? I like how you're looking at this deeper than like, you know what? That performance there lets me know something's not right. That's not SoulCon, bro. 
Remember, that's not him. Do you remember, I think, a few years ago when the Rockets played the Spurs, but when the Warriors first got KD, and then the Rockets were game six, and James Harden just played terrible. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it looked like he was a zombie. It yeah. almost looked like he got drunk or, like, high or something. <laughs> right, right. And in reality, my thing is I feel like he was concussed because uh, the, the game before he got yeah, hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, he's concussed, and he just cannot. Cannot get it together because everybody was like he looked like a man possessed, uh, not possessed, a man on drugs. Right. It looked like somebody framed him, somebody switched bodies with him, <laughs> somebody did some kind of voodoo on him. Yeah, and that's probably the same thing right now with SoCon. It, it just looked like this is not right. Yeah, man, it just it did not look right. It did not look right. Well, I mean, whatever the case was, the material was still that long. So even if he, the material was what it was. Right. So even if he wasn't right completely maybe he hasn't been right this entire time the man is going through according to disaster a divorce Mm. probably some heartbreak Mm. probably some depression with all that and then Mm. trying to right this battle maybe this just wasn't the right time to make a comeback you know and maybe it wasn't but also socon realizes like Man, a lot of the active guys that are battling now probably right right through this kind of stuff all the time. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're not accustomed to it, and you what's his access excuse back? for his content being so subpar, though? <laughs> I, see, I, can, I don't even want to say it was subpar. I think Diz now writes each match like custom tailored. Mm. So he's like, okay, this is unlimited rounds. This is Soulcon. I have to split this up until my 30 minute round. My Whatever, 15-minute round. Listen, man, I don't care who you are. You're not rapping for 15, 30 minutes straight, pure heat, fire, you know? No. You're going to have to go into different cadences, different flows, different topics, switching this up, that up. Filler. So, yeah, I don't think that this is material was subpar per se. I just think the fact that the battle itself just took a hit due to SoCon's performance being kind of anemic. Because even if it's third round, Disaster had stuff that was like, oh, that was regular Disaster stuff. You know what I'm saying? But it's like the battle dragging out for so long and ending so late. You're just like, you're fatigued by the time you're watching it. So you're just like, man, if you're not doing a backflip and setting yourself on fire, like, I, I don't know how I'm going to react to all this, you know? I want to segue to A Ward and Ilmac. Mm-hmm. A battle supposed to go down on day one. Mm-hmm. It went down on day two. Yeah, and it lived up to the expectations and probably exceeded it. This is Award's third big battle on King of the Dot against uh, all three top names of the league: Sharon, Maflex, Ilmac. All three guys you could argue are top twenty guys if we're being honest with ourselves. What do you think about Award stepping up his level of competition, finally meeting those names that he wants, but doesn't get over the hump? Like he beats, not that he beats them, he competes with them. By consensus, it doesn't look like he always wins. Like he'll win, like he'll lose a poll, like forty-five, fifty-five, sixty, forty. He's like right there, yeah. but those guys still get the nod over him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know if it's the the home field advantage <laughs> or just the 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 pure uh, the consistency that these guys have over at KOTD or you know fan cachet. I don't know, but there's always something that kind of agitates him or something that doesn't completely go right with his performances that uh that he does in other places so i don't know if it just gets to him when he's there or, or if it's just not i don't know but he sent you an interesting text though yeah we spoke today um shots to award he told me that uh he felt a lot of pressure in his battle that he felt heckled 
you know, and he had to fight through all that. And I told him it looked like the entire match, Ilmac was in control of the ma- of the tempo, leading the pace, and you had to fight back every single round. But one thing about Ilmac is he is a great rebuttaler. He does well with pressure. He doesn't fold. And so that third round when he opened it up with that rebuttal about Ilmac and Tesaurus and them being together yeah, the only ring crazy. they got, the, yeah, that was that fire. Was he literally commanded the room. Yeah. And the entire room was like, ah, we're going to stop hating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the room was tough on him, man. The room was extra tough on him. It didn't feel that way against Manflex. No. No. Yeah. I mean, Ilmac is a – Come on, that's like you know, it's two different names. I'm sorry, KOTD like royalty. Still home, there. still a, still a road game for a war. You know what I mean? So, right, and it's a, you know damn near close to Ilmax home. And it's you a know? grudge match. You seen how focused a war looked? Boy, they both were focused, man. They both were focused. They got a little, you know, a little testy there at times. Yeah, it did you know a couple of shots? Organic had belt. to keep separating them, telling them to stop talking to each other's rounds. Yeah, yeah, man. It definitely got a little chippy, but I mean, good performance by both guys. They both brought it. They both knew, you know, what this meant. Like, neither dude wanted to lose, but the crowd definitely had their favorite going into it. I'm glad he earned the respect of the crowd towards the end. Yeah, they all were like, you know what? We were hard on you for a reason. We're also probably gonna have Ilmac winning. But God damn it, you. <laughs> the next battle good. you do. <laughs> God damn it, you're good. <laughs> the next battle you do, we're going to cheer for you from the beginning. <laughs> it's like like when basketball players are playing and it's just like the guy from the opposite team just makes this cold-ass play. Yeah. I say to yourself, like, damn, That's this guy is cold, cold bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, this guy's amazing. Yeah. Nah. Clippers beat the Rockets twice. Well, I mean, uh, one time just recently, this past Saturday or past Friday. But James Harden hit a three with two defenders on him and got fouled like with a minute and a half left in the game. Clippers bench is like, God damn it. Can you stop this guy? <laughs> this guy's amazing. He's a dynamo. Right. But I feel like A-Ward is now stepped up to that higher level of competition. And he could compete with these guys. But I'm not going to lie to you, Vlad. He needs to stop battling Lobster Larry at Bikini Bottom Battle League. <laughs> because I feel like those guys don't tailor him in a way that he needs to grow. Like, they – like. They those matches with no pressure and he does whatever he wants and gets to practice his freestyle and give a good performance on the road and et cetera, et cetera, they don't help you build the character you need to win these championship bouts. Mm-hmm. Like for you to get Sharon, Maflex and Ilmag, that's the equivalent of going to URL and getting an Av, a twerk and a, and a Geechee or some shit. You know what I mean? Got bang with the best. And that's the thing too, when you when you're competing you gotta you gotta play up. You gotta compete with people who are better than you for you to continuously get better. If you're beating up on no name punks every week, you're you may think you're getting better, but you're not getting better. Mm. You're just practicing a whole lot. But you have to play against guys who know how to do more, guys who have done more in order for you to get your entire game intact. So I think that's the point where he can now say, Okay, you know what? I got this marriage done. I got this honeymoon done. Now I got my job that I'm secure with. Now I can just focus on just battling good guys now and keeping it moving. Yeah, I concur. I'm, I'm glad to see where A-Ward is taking things. Um, I'm a little also concerned as to what's going to happen with the title match. I, he already made it clear he does not want to rematch. Um, real real deal. deal. I don't know if he will. I don't know if he won't. But... You know, it took A-War some time to him to get these matches on King of the Dot. Like, all these guys kept snubbing him. And in my eyes, I'm like, yo, King of the Dot's talent pool, not that it's thin, but you guys aren't giving them opportunities. And you guys as the vets, like, 
much love to you guys, but nobody wants to keep seeing you guys battle. Right. Like, I'm not trying to see a thesaurus and a caustic. But when you put a thesaurus and a frack, what happens? Yeah. Fire battle. I don't want to see an Ilmac and a B Magic. When you put an Ilmac and an A War, what happens? Fire battle. Listen, I, Pass and Danny, I mean, Pass was amazing, but was it a good battle? No. No, it wasn't a good battle, but Saint was incredible. Yes, he Saint was. called Pass out, and I'm not, I'm not sure you could convince me that Saint would have lost to Pass that weekend. Nah, they got to make I, that happen. They have to make that. Unless, you know, passing a real deal, get that championship bout going. Yes, that's the, that's the thing about the chain, too, that I, I kind of dislike just a little bit. There's going to be those household names on King of the Dot that's been there forever. And you're going to say to yourself, well, they deserve a title. They deserve a title shot before the new guy or they deserve the title shot before giving a, a for being a gatekeeper. And on paper, yeah, that makes sense, right? Like you can't say A-Ward deserves a, a title shot more than real deal back in May. Or whenever back in August, but you just knew that's not the match you wanted. So Pass could play Saint, like play the politics. Like, nah, I'm not ready to take Saint now. Let him get a couple more under the belt, and let me see what happens later on. And we'll respect it. But I'd rather see Pass and Saint versus Pass and Real Deal for the title. That's just me. I'll just say this, man. If Pass, I mean, if Saint can battle B Magic, he can battle Pass because B Magic has been on the biggest stages. Yeah. Some of madness. Yeah. He's already battle conceded. You know what I mean? Like, he's already battled legends. Yeah. So, if Saint can battle B Magic and win, in my opinion, why can he not battle pass? And they're both from the West Coast. It'll be two generations talking to one another. He's calling him out. Calling him out. It's not like a lot of people are calling pass out, really. (laughs) And, And you're not sending him over to Canada to battle. So it's a, it's a, back, you, it's a backyard bully for? match right there. What are you waiting for? When other time are you going to get two guys from California, one up and coming, and one that's a legend certified already in this game, and you get a chance to put them the two of these guys together? And they both just had fire performances. This is the time. So this why not keep the fans happy? That's what we need to see. He's calling him out. Listen, this guy just had a great battle. Put just, it together. Prior to this, you put pass against a vet, which was Enes. How'd that turn out? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reggie Miller City. There you go. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, but speaking of Saint, amazing performance from Saint. Facts. That was a that was a dope ass performance from Saint. Man, let's give him his round of applause. And let's give a round of applause to B Magic. Yeah. Absolutely. Who came to play? Who came to play? Yo, we said before the match started, Saint got punches and i don't know if people been sleeping or if people just haven't been aware because he hasn't been getting the looks that he deserves he hasn't been getting the promotion that he deserves but him versus b magic if magic came on his b game at bare minimum this would be a dope battle and from the jump saints going first saint got on his wild looking fur coat He's performing. He's performing. What about that aura with that coat, huh? He had it, man. It's like a almost like a Pat Stayish kind of vibe. You know what I mean? And um, B Magic was doing some uh, some vet tricks, right. trying to distract him while he was rapping, and it was working. Right? It was working. But then, Saint caught the awareness. Yeah, he's like, hold up. Why am I getting distracted by what this guy's doing? Let me take this alpaca coat off, slam it on the ground, and then really get into my round. And the crowd starts going crazy. He starts delivering his punches with 
even more ferocity it starts going ham and it was fire and b magic's first round was dope too man like he he almost matched the energy but you can see like all right he knows his material and he's got the punches and second round saint goes again still cooking hey, had an extended water break extended water break okay we got it right back though um Yo, B Magic second round was sharp. It was Boy, sharp. It was sharp. Like, Every, everybody was ready to prematurely sell right, it in. Like, right. oh, B, oh, B Magic is oh, back. And I was like, you and I were like, no, no, we need to see all three. <laughs> all three of them things. But because the first was good for Magic. Right. First is what you expect from him now. And then the second was just sharp. Was very vintage like. I gave him the second. And then the third round, Saint elevated once again. Like, he, he took. All three serious, and his punches were just a little deeper than Magic's. Magic stir was a short. little sharper. Magic stirred had this like moment where it slowed down, yeah. and, he, and you see him kind of like looking around. And yeah. He's like, "Shit!" <laughs> he's like, "I don't know if I could get through this part." So instead of stumbling and fumbling, barking down the show ride. He's like, "You know what? I, I said it once." <laughs> you know what I mean? He did enough. I'm out of here. He did enough to keep everybody pleased. He's like, "I'm not gonna take hey. this." I said it once. <laughs> These motherfuckers scared. I'm from the motherfuckers. These meat was bleeding. Slip down the bus, yo, motherfucker. Son was out of there, man. Yeah, he said, "Nah, I'm out of here." Nah, but I definitely um, I gave Saint the nod in that battle. Um, I was happy to see that B Magic showed me signs. He showed me that he cared. He showed me that he 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 really showed Saint that battle. he cared. Yeah, because he, he he wanted to at least say, you know what, Saint? I think you deserve Magic, this. You, I, you're a good punch. You're a good puncher. You're on yeah. your way. You're young. You still got it. You show and and not for nothing, Saint. He never disrespected Magic no. in the whole promo run. He no. never tried to downplay him. No, showed him wild respect, Facts. and I think that goes a long way because ultimately, at the end of the day, this is a fraternity of guys, and we've spoken to a lot of the seniors, elder, the elder statesmen in this game, and it's like, look, man, just show me some respect. Like, there's ways to go about this. Like, you don't have to be disrespectful. Just pay homage. You don't just just pay homage. Say, yo, you know, I fought with you, Shouty. I want to battle you. Like. And we can get this rocking. But once you start making it weird and start doing goofy Facebook posts and all this other stuff and trying to, like, really well, be super to, disrespectful. There's, there's ways to do the promo without getting crazy. That's what I'm saying. And I think Magic really saw, like, yo, this dude really admires me, admires my style, admires what I've laid down. Yeah. And he's of my cloth. You, you know, know what I'm saying? could have easily been, like, one of those up-and-coming guys, right, that said – Hey, you're throwing me a vet that's washed up, air quote, right? Yeah, it's yeah. washed up. It's out of prime. Like, if I beat Magic, I'm not going to get any points for it. Right. But he said, you know what? This is what you want me to do? Fine. Yeah. But I'm going to let you know what I want after this. Yeah. Whether I get it or not, that's up to you guys. But I'm going to let you know what's my agenda with this battle. Him, man. I'm going to make that statement. I'm going to push my ceiling. He had another career high performance. That's two, two back-to-back performances back, where yeah. he gets better and better. And then Magic said, you know what? I respect this kid enough to realize that I can't. Probably go the distance with him, but I'm going to give him a good enough show that when yeah. people say St. Beat be magic, say St. Beat a good be magic. Exactly, exactly. And everybody name clean. Yeah, everybody walks away with their name clean. How, cra- how crazy is that? You get that? You do that for Saint, an up and coming guy you you see promising, but be, Ilmac, a legend, he doesn't get in that bag. 
So that goes to show you sometimes status, like all oh, these guys, I'm a this, I'm a legend, I'm a top tier. That doesn't matter yeah. sometimes. Yeah. It just matters what the battler feels inside for A, hey, you know, feels for, <laughs> I guess, somebody else's potential. <laughs> hey. Uh, last one, I think Canada, I, I, look, the C word, it gets thrown around prematurely. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use it with caution, but this might be a KOTD classic, Ronan Sharon. I think throwing the KOTD in front of it for sure is uh it's safe. It's a safe way to for KOTD. It was a high level battle, lad. Yo, nobody was lacking in this battle. Nope. No, from the beginning to the end of the battle, every syllable, every bar, every phrase, every scheme. Sharon didn't miss a beat. Not at all. And Sharon ain't miss a beat. I mean, I mean Sharon's been he's been he's in been, stride, he's been but, in the field, but he didn't he didn't slack off at all. What, what, like, he brought it too, man. What blows my mind is how high of a level they were battling at, and it's almost like they both knew for each other. Like, yo, I know you're gonna come to kill me, yeah, and I gotta get in that bag. So for me, like Roan has that like I've been gone, so I could really just like Roan could have been good and it would have been great, but he was great, so it's phenomenal, right? Sharon had to really match that, and he's somebody we've seen all year. So he's like, damn, how can I top everything else I've done all year while also beat this guy's presence? Right. Yeah, Sharon had an uphill battle, and for some reason he elected to go first, which I, I wouldn't have advised. It, it didn't it, hurt him, though. It worked out the way it did, but I would think in a situation like this, you want the last word. Maybe, or maybe you want to come out and try to establish dominance from the beginning. Maybe, yeah, maybe it worked the other way around. Maybe you said, maybe Roan can't catch up to what I'm going to do. Right. Since he might be rusty. Uh, hey, but he wasn't. Make him look crazy from the jump if he ain't got it. Yeah. You know? But he had it, though. He definitely had it. But the reason why I think it's not a good idea, because regardless if he was rusty or not, you would have had a better chance going second. If you say, if you set the bar and he's rusty, then okay, you look like you're in control. If he's rusty and goes first and then you go second, you show what it looked like to be polished. Right. Right, right. So either way, going second against somebody that's making a return is the best thing always. Yeah. No, but he he was on, they were both on point. I was telling you earlier, uh it's a battle where we where the fans won, really. Because ultimately both dudes brought their A game. They were both on a both on a ten for, for, for them, you know, for what they do. Nothing was corny, nothing was overly done. Nothing was goofy. Like they both were, they both were snapping. So if you got Sharon winning, cool. If you got Roan winning, cool. Ain't nobody tripping, you know. But I definitely enjoyed this battle, and this is one that I'll definitely go back to for sure, for sure. I have a couple of things that I was concerned about when I was watching the battle. Sharon addressed, oops, because oops took a, a whole little segment of his third round at Sharon, mm. and I was a little puzzled. I'm like, I'm tired of Sharon getting criticized for all these things can't rap, he's gimmicky, cultural appropriation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, low-key racist. I'm tired of all that. Uh-huh. Sharon is an elite battle rapper. Yeah. He's a world-class battle rapper. And much respect to Oops. Maybe Oops has the better opinion. I guess. <laughs> I guess, maybe, right? That might be the only quality I'll, I'll give the checkbox to an Oops, and I won't give the checkbox to Sharon. But <laughs> as far as battling, they're on two different stratospheres. Yeah, it's two completely different. And they also, they battle for different reasons. You know, like, Oops is not looking to mix in jokes and, and, and trade schemes with you. You know, he's got his own purpose as to why he's battling. So I just think it's just two different worlds, man. And, like, Oops has his certain guys that it makes sense for him to battle with. 
and that's fine, you know. But Sharon can battle anybody. If you tell Sharon he's battling Oops next, he's gonna craft bars that make sense for Oops and and hit Oops with that. And then if you want him to battle whoever else, he's gonna be able to do that. Maybe Oops is also fishing for a battle. Yeah, yeah. I tell Oops this: it ain't gonna be as easy as you think it's gonna be. The hell no. <laughs> It ain't gonna be no walk in the Canadian park. I tell you that much. You choke two rounds, it definitely won't be neither. Ah man, he's gonna get on you if you choke any of them rounds, man. Like it's not gonna be a walk in the park. So glad I tweeted out before the end of the before the night was over. What a parallel universe where B Magic completes all three of his rounds and Danny Myers doesn't. Man, and I've been attacked for all my Danny Myers slanders. Talk about you. I want, no, I want to ask you before we get into that. I want to ask you. Uh, I have been very critical, maybe a little too more critical than I would like to be. But am I being unfair to Danny Myers? I just think people. I don't think you're being unfair to Danny Myers. I think you're showing Danny his respect because he's always been able to deliver. He's always been able to bring it. We've never seen this from him until 2019. So for this to happen three times and a couple more times with the stumbles, then on top of that to happen on the West Coast, on a pay-per-view versus a West Coast legend. Yeah, because the other two chokes were battles that weren't pay-per-viewed. Right. This is like for the whole world to see. This is a representation of the West, of the W. And... Shat the bed, bruh. <laughs> oh, that's nasty. You feel me? Right. So it was nasty. I mean, it was a little fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, and Danny was taking it all in stride. So, you know, it wasn't like so Danny about- was having a mental meltdown. And he just kept going, <laughs> more fire, more fire. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about the fans then. How about that? And you know what? I think it is too. I think half the time it's like with, Yike, with Yikes Island, it's like these guys, they don't want to hear it. Like they don't want to hear the truth like when it happens. You know, like why don't you? We get on everyone when they joke. I've seen a lot. Of, yeah, I've seen a lot of things, right? Then we, the international P face does not get spared for anybody. Yeah. You know. It's, I mean, it's locked in my phone you, soon as a, as soon as an event is going on. You dropped the international P choking face <laughs> at least four times today. Danny wasn't the only one. He Rex, wasn't the only one. Rex got a meme. A lot, a lot. Everybody got Rex a piece got of us. A meme, son. He got the Jordan crying face. We made sure to highlight some of Snake Eyes quotes over the weekend as well. Right, right, <laughs> <laughs> right. Everybody but. got a piece of us this weekend, you know. And I feel like, all right, all the fans here. Let me throw all the all the counter arguments they've been throwing at me. Right, uh-huh. some of them. Was, for, the first, of my favorite one is just terrible. You guys love chess and twerk when they choke. You aren't critical on them, and that's like, all right, you got to stop there because that's one of those like. He did this. How come I can't do this? Right. And that fundamentally, that does never work. Right. You might have a sibling that could get away with something that you can't get away <laughs> with, and it's unfair, but life ain't fair. Facts. So, and then the finger pointing of that is terrible because it's just fundamentally a bad way to to debate. Yep. But beyond, I'm going to remove that that elementary style of debate that everybody picks. More importantly, Chess got his lumps, bruh. Yo, Chess got got sat Chess down. Chess got dragged. Chess, all Chess, right, Chess is still getting dragged. 
I ain't dragging them no more. I'm not. I'm but, not neither. He, I'm saying there's still fans that'll be like, well, I ain't forgiving them. I ain't forget what happened in 2016, 17, and 18. <laughs> like, like, yo, you got to go by, by by what they've been doing recently, man. Your man, Chess. He's been back ever since the Geechee battle. Like, he's been on point. I will admit, yes, of course, prior to it, he got ample opportunities. Since the he, twerk battle, he's been on point. He dropped the ball. But he did a free battle against Glue Easy. Again, a free battle. Versus twerk. Glue versus glue, that was a free battle. Then he then he's off for about nine months, and then he battles twerk. Okay, man, yeah, they get paid the lowest they've ever got paid. And right, they, right, they put that out there. This is the lowest I've ever gotten paid. This is both our last shots. Yeah. How about that? Air quote. This is both our last shots. Right, they delivered on their last shots, and now he's having a phenomenal year, the best year of his career. Like you have turning points, where you can change the narrative of your past flaws, especially yeah. if you're under twenty one. As far as twerk, man, they were boycotting summer man is eight. <laughs> Did we forget that happened? Facts, people like sit him down, sit him down. And unfortunately, no disrespect to Danny, he just doesn't have the highlights that those two guys have neither. So those two guys could almost do no wrong for some people, but they have so many highlights and and, and glitters and glamours on the stage. It's like, hey, if if you give me one round of this, I I don't care. Right, right, right. Danny yeah. doesn't really have those. Second argument is everybody saying. They're amplifying the numbers and de-amplifying the mistakes. Mm-hmm. Somebody said, Danny has 25 battles this year. Only two chokes. Wrong. Right. Danny has 18 battles. And he has a solid three chokes with multiple stumbles, multiple battles with stumbles. Uh, it's, you know, some people can consider these stumbles chokes. If you want to, you don't want to, it's fine. But there's no excuse for battles where you, you lose two, three rounds because you're choking. It's not okay. And it's three whole chokes. And here's the thing. When Danny battled Red and Red didn't have three rounds, Danny let Red hear it. Red got dragged. He got dragged. He got dragged, bro. Red got dragged, too. Everybody got dragged. Like, everybody, this happens to everyone. And so then um, when they amplify the number of battles he's done this year and then demagnify his mistakes, you you then lie about the data to support your argument, which is the one thing we don't ever do. We try to get the data right all the time. Battle right. data is hard to get accurate, but if you can get as accurate as possible, you put the actual thing in, into perspective as to what's going on. And I'm just like, you can't lie about how many battles he's taken and how many times he's fucked up. you got to be real with yourself. And I don't know. People just weren't being real, and people just excusing three chokes in a year. And one of them to an unranked opponent. Like, uh, what are you doing there? And then my favorite part at the end of the day is they go, well, chess and twerk, you know, they choke, and they still get the big plates. I'm sorry, doesn't, doesn't Danny Myers have a battle with Hall of the Down in two weeks? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got a kill in that battle. All will be forgiven if he delivers there. Yo, if he kills Hollow, which is a tough task, people will definitely forgive what he just did there. Yeah. He kills Hollow. Yeah. But he's going to have to kill Hollow. He battled Big T on Thursday and somebody on Friday. And speaking of the Big T battle, that was the update card. Yeah. The URL. I was in the building. Yeah. Um, I was in the building for Snake Eyes and Mike P. Mm-hmm. That was fire. Talk about it. And uh, JC and Franchise. And I'm glad they put all these matches together. JC, Franchise, uh, Snake Eyes, Mike P., Big T, Danny Myers, The Saga, and Rum Nitty. Mm-hmm. Fire match. And... Um, Tay Rock and Suge too. Tay Rock also choked two rounds. Two rounds. So that's very unlike him, and also battled that same week. 
And so that fatigue starts catching up to do, especially at the end of the year. Too. Hey, check this out. He choked two rounds against Sugar in a rematch on URL. Then goes to Battle Academy, a smaller league, and battles Rex in a one rounder, and all's forgiven. A one rounder on a smaller league against a, uh, I'll say a weaker opponent. Let me talk about the man like that. I mean, you put it in perspective between Suge and, and T Rex in 2019. I've been critical of Suge, <laughs> but I got to be real. I know, man. It just hurts to hear that, man. But, but it is what it is. They're taking my emotions out of it, yes. T Rex has not been producing on the level of Shotgun Suge has been producing over the past so couple of years. That's that, a fact. That's someone who battled twice this week, once with a choke, and the other one he delivered. So it's almost like if you're going to choke, the very next battle you had to do good. <laughs> yeah, you have to. And then again, Danny, everything is riding on this battle, bro. So look, let us be critical now. It's not back, like it's man. the end of the year. Hollow, I mean, with, Hollow, with the hollow battle, he still has a chance to. And here's the thing, Yikes Island. You can always get your name back. Like, it's not like it's over. It's just when it happens, you have to let these cats know about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, it, you almost see it happening. You're like, hold on. He got who and who? How many days apart? Ah, so one of these is going to have to, like, take a hit. And then you hate to see it, and then it does. I think it's time for a healthy conversation about battle rap mileage and fatigue and, and, and people taking on this workload where it's come to the point where – Oversaturation is the equivalent of father time in battle rap, and no one is succeedable. No one can avoid it. No one is exempt from oversaturation, Vlad. Mm -hmm. And how do you feel when you see a battler has like two, two battles locked in a week apart? It makes you feel weird. Maybe two battles in a week. You know, how, how does that all make you feel? As a consumer, I'm always like, one of these battles is going to suffer. Right. One of them is going to suffer. And even with JC doing three battles in eight days, you're never going to get Full the top-level material from him going across three battles. No disrespect to JC in his, th in his three battle run in eight days. Each time, he did it twice. Yeah. Each time, one was against an unranked opponent uh -huh. who he outclassed, which you're supposed to. And one was against a top name that choked huh? on URL. So then it's kind of like you also got bailed out, too. No, you you can't say he got bailed out because he still delivered all of his material. Mm -hmm. He didn't get bailed out. He did what he was supposed to do. Okay. So I'll give him his props for that. All right, all right. You know, he's done that. And so he's figured out the formula to doing it. You know, he's he's got it. He can do it. But you're never going to get that top-level JC. So as a consumer, I always know that the material I'm about to get, somebody's going to phone in one of those rounds or one and a half of those rounds and – you know, it always sets you in that mode like, all right, man, let me see what you got. You know, you never get quite as excited as you would if they didn't have a battle surrounding this for like another month or something like I that. Just, I just feel like the aura and the mystique, and it's tough because we know what the financial world of battle rap yeah. is to a degree. So we understand why they exert themselves so much. They have to use their talents to provide for themselves sometimes in ways that they can't in other areas. So we're never one to tell you to short your paper. Right. Go get your money with your God-given talents. But Surf always says it like, you know, you got to preserve your brand where it's like if I maintain myself and I maintain my demand, I could probably get a higher bag than by working as hard as I have to here. And think about it too. Like battle rappers, 
it's still an umbrella of hip hop, right? But battle rap is where you probably find the best lyricism and the best lyricists. But they work so hard, Vlad. They work so much harder than an industry Absolutely. artist. Like an industry artist has to make that one, and then that shit lives on forever. Yeah. Those three minutes of work where there was probably no brain exertion into the into those lyrics on this beat lives on forever while these guys are putting on damn near an ep worth of content every single time memorize they can only use once they don't monetize nor own why do you want to do that so often i just think it's there's different levels of battlers you got your guys who can sit out get top dollar and say hey you know what i'm going to preserve myself i'm going to preserve my brand for whatever reason the universe has lined it up that these people mess with me. I got the cachet. They're going to buy pay-per-views when I come out. The league is going to pay me good money. I'm going to chill. Then you got other guys who just can't do that. They're not doorbusters. People are not knocking down doors to buy tickets and droves to go see them. But people mess with them. And the leagues know that, okay, I'll get good performances from these guys. But I'm not going to pay them top dollar. And I know that they're not going to say no, no matter what. So... Those guys, even if they choose to sit out, it's just like any other game. There's somebody else waiting to step up and take that battle. So there's no shortage of battlers that you can just put in position to battle every card you got here, there, there, there. So unless you're that guy who's got that glow and who just has that fan base that's willing to just wait for you to see you and you can somehow speak to these people and get your money then I don't know. It's going to be hard for, for that guy to, to reach that status and say, nah, I'm not battling. You know, like, it's tough, man. It's only a certain amount of guys that can do that. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just something about spreading yourself so thin. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very few guys can handle all this type of work, this workload. And even the ones that can, you see it in them that they get fatigued too. Yeah, I mean, look, the only guy, and even he got was getting dragged for People were like, oh, again, again. DNA made a run where he was just like, yo, I'm out here. I'm out here. I'm getting this money. I'm getting this chicken. I'm getting to this. Ba- I don't care if you're tired of seeing me. You're going to get one round, one rebuttal from me, one moment that you're going to take home and remember from this battle. And I'm going to move on, get this chicken and chill. And then it, once he reached that point where he was like, hold on, I got enough paper. I got enough clout out here now. Harry's my man. Like, I can chill. Me and Kayshawn, we've put on. I could slow down now. But not everybody reaches that point where they could do that and slow down, you know? And that's what you wonder. It's like some guys have been in the game just as long as DNA, and they don't have that. They don't have that. Can't do it. Yeah. DNA is a special breed for that. Um, a couple guys that have 20-plus battles in a year with no chokes. Yeah. Somebody like a DNA. Yeah. Somebody like a, a Dre Dennis. Don Marino, 22 battles this year. Wow. No chokes. Yikes. You know, there's a handful of guys that you can really point to that's just like, damn, they battle at a high volume and they're professional battle rappers. But even when they battle that much, you still, still like, depreciate the value of your brand. Yeah. Sharon said something really interesting on the pay-per-view. He said, look, a battle at the end of the day is just a collaboration between two artists. Mm-hmm. And so you have to find a way to make that collaboration as memorable, as special as possible. And so a lot of things have to account to it, obviously. The crowd, the styles. I think we have to start talking about the time limits, too. Because, again, if you lower time limits, you probably save our battle rappers from being so fatigued. And you make the content more digestible to a wider audience. 
I, I still don't understand why time limits aren't a thing in battle rap. Uh, we've been talking about it for almost two years now on this pod. Yeah, I don't know. They got to get that together. It's, these battles are too long. They're too long, bro. These are the hardcore fans to support. We're telling you, they're too long. They're too long for us. <laughs> Word. We're tapping out. If Word. a degenerate taps out of a battle, that's a bad, yeah, bad man. sign. Yeah. And then going back to talking about guys who've been battling multiple times in one week, Franchise did that same thing too. Yeah. And, yo, going into that battle, would you have said you would put your money on Ines? Absolutely not. And what happened? Ines ended up winning. See what I'm saying? Like, that's what happens, man. Like, book these guys too close together, and one of these battles is going to suffer. You're going to see the decrease in, in the value that you're getting. How was JC versus Franchise? It was cool. I came in towards the end, so I can't really give a verdict. Gotcha. But it definitely looked like uh, Franchise was, was continuing to stride up. Yeah. And, you know, JC in a small room was always going to work some kind of some magic. Luca. Hey, uh, Magic. Smack said it was a classic, but Smack says every battle is a classic. So, <laughs> Mr. Take, classic. Take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. But the update card in general and the update the URL app is doing, I like it. I'm happy about it. Um, we've been critical of the app as well. We love the content of the app, just not the way it's delivered mm. and the way the app functions because it's 2019 and I, I think they could do better. Yo, friends, tell the people. LTBR is going to be featured on the app through the exclusive media panel that you had the pleasure of being a part of. Yes, Tell sir. us what that was like. What was that experience like? Take us through it. Oh, man, that was special, man. We got to the, the spot, and we were supposed to do the game show, actually, uh-huh. the bar, the bar exam. exam. When I pulled up to the spot, Henny Man was there. Uh, he looked at me. He was like, Damn, I got to compete against this motherfucker? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Uncle Ryan showed up, though. Uh-huh. He had something to take care of. So he said, you know what? JB said, shout to JB, by the way. He gave us the opportunity. JB said, you know what? We got all you guys together. Let's just do a media roundup table, and then let's just see where it goes from there. Yeah. Beasley said, hey, you guys mind doing a yearly round? Hey, you're doing your Beasley voice. <laughs> you guys doing a yearly roundup of the year? Hey, guys, would you mind doing a yearly roundup for the URL? Pretty much like that. And so BZ would throw the event out, and we just talked about the biggest takeaways from the event. Um, the, the panel was myself, Ben Swayze, Real Rap Sheet, Tony Bro, Black Compass, Henny Man, Battle Rap Trap, and NHB Mills, longtime advocate and aficionado and a, a supporter and connected to URL and also connected to JC. So very knowledgeable Battle Rap. But he's not a media member, so that right. made the panel interesting. Right. He's still a, he's, he's just a aficionado as a fan. Right. You know, he probably knows behind the scenes stuff too. But like us being media, like we can, there's certain things that we can't say, or that if we say it, it crosses lines. Whereas him as a fan, he's able to say those certain things. Right. So it was interesting to get all those kind of like views. Like Henny Man is just that raw guy that's telling you like how he, how the battle makes. The streets feel. Energy mm-hmm. is talking like the, the, the pure smart fan. Like, this is what a battle rap fan wants to digest. Right. Tony Bro is subjective, as always, and he, he always has a, an interesting narrative and things. Ben is, uh, is uh, um, facilitating everything. And myself, I'm just a stat machine. And Beasley and uh, Chico, man, they were pretty impressed with the entire panel, man. Yeah. I, I threw him some ideas. We talked about uh, the Born Legacy edition. Um, the Born Legacy events this year, and I told them they should make a Born Legacy edition, like a collector's edition, like a little box, like maybe DVD with all the events, and make the box like, you know, three sides of the box, make it Rum, uh, Rum Nitty, Ill Will, and Av, because those three guys all battle on Born Legacy and created classics, and they were like, 
Oh, throw oh. some more free ideas. <laughs> what else you got, friends? <laughs> 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 they love the they love the and I, I was <laughs> I, I was just pretty much honored to like be there and I was really humbled to have somebody like the URL owners URL. like look at me like oh wow this, you know what the fuck you're talking it's like about the encyclopedia like, man you know, the almanac the bookkeeper you know, at, at one point it was just like you, you talk like an aficionado I'm like you talk like I'm not oh <laughs> the man's talking greasy but I was humbled though I was humbled. <laughs> Nah, man, that's a good look, man. That, that's a good look. And anytime you get uh, Bees' attention like that, because you know, man, he he's the he's the consigliere to a lot of people, man. He's the one that 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 keeps a lot of guys knowledgeable, drops gems, drops jewels, tell you how to move, and you get the thumbs up from that brother, and you know you're doing something right. Debo was upset because he wanted us to talk about royalty. Oh yeah, we didn't get a chance to. <laughs> Debo, Mr. We'll, Champion. We'll probably retouch on royalty in the near future, but congratulations to that Queen of the Ring URL collaboration. Yeah. Um, that's it, man. I just want to get it out there. Female Battle Rap is not dead. And anybody at this point that just wants to make a blog or any type of content saying, let's talk about the state of female battle rap, they're looking for the clicks. Right, right. They're looking for the, they're looking for the views, the attention, and just something to spew their negative outtake on, I think. Because it's well inactive, it's well and alive, and you can argue there's females that are top 20 battle rappers this year. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's going to be a dope card. There's been four female returns this year. Misfit, Jazz, Hustle, um, Verse, My Verse. Yeah. Look at that. Four returns in one year. My Verse. My Verse. Shooting my. She battled, she battled your girl. Shooting my shot. She battled your homie. Yeah, man. My Verse was amazing. RX. Now, nah, that was a good return for My Verse, man. Second and third was. She's on point. Yeah, man. I think that's all the like real the news this week. So we talked about Time Business Day too and uh all the things coming up. Oh, one last thing coming up. What's that? Shout out to I Battle. Oh, let's go. They have their culture three card at the top of the year. Everybody's already culture. Planning, everybody's already planning out their twenty twenties. That's it. Already. Damn. Everybody's looking into their twenty twenties, looking for the hindsight for the future, what to do. They booked a blast from the past. Marv one versus Thesaurus. Yo, culture three at I battle in Staten Island. Yo, I got a feeling that might be one of them ones. Yeah, yeah. I how so? The history that these guys have, the lost tapes and all that, going back to the WRC days, and I think there's certain matches that you just tie your shoestrings up a little bit tighter for. You pull that belt in a little bit tighter. And you put on your war paint vests and ammo. And I think this is going to be one of those, man. Ain't going to be playing no games. I think they both understand what this means to the guys who've been around since those days. And I think it's a chance to show the young guys like, yo, we've been at this with one another. But this is going to be the closing chapter. Everything that you've been wanting to hear, everything that you've been Wanting us to say about this whole thing, we're gonna close these chapters now. And I've been critical of Marv in the past. You know, hasn't always given me the material that I've been looking for, the performances that I've been looking for. But for this battle, I got faith that he's gonna bring it, bro. And Thesaurus, when he puts it on, he puts it on. 
And I think this is going to be one of those matchups that's going to be fire. Shout out to Lex for booking this. I personally, Vlad, would like for them to do the 16-bar five-round format. That'd be dope. Challenge yourself. Don't holler at Lex, man. I might have to throw that to Lex. Let me BR. Just a little old BR. Just a little LTBR. <laughs> Fact. Oh, also, shout outs to these guys that are always taking their careers in their hands. Chef Trez and Award is booked out in wow. Kansas City. Now I'll fast forward this and I'll put it in there somewhere, man. But you know, uh, that's a big match, Vlad. Yo, that is a. Super Wait, is this your first time hearing this? Look at your face. Yeah. Chef Trez versus A Ward. Rebuttal game crazy? Rebuttal game crazy. Versus the Rebuttal Master? On Kansas City the Connect. A Ward's home league. Oh, man. Bruh. This one's going to be crazy. It is going to be crazy. In Kansas City? Yes, sir. Oh, man. They give A Ward another home game. Friends, Chef Trez has been on one this year. I told you he's officially converted me. I see what everyone was talking about from the beginning. I think it took me longer to realize the talents that this man really does have. And ever since I've recognized that, he has not let me down. Yep. A-Ward always brings a strong effort. And now that he gets a chance to battle at home, this could be one of them things, playboy. This could be one of them things, man. That's a fact. Who would you think about this? Who you got going into this battle? I got an interesting take about this. Oh. I think if they just go in there with like generic, let's just, cause this is a small room battle. Uh-huh. So, you know, they're going to have a, the whole small room gas. Everybody's going to be happy to be there, of course. A lot of shirt tugging. A lot of shirt tugging, and screaming, shoving. and yeah. shoving, and, and <laughs> losing their minds Back over bottles. Yeah. But as far as content wise, I'm concerned because this is going to be Chef Treasure's third horseman. And the content has to run a little thin after a while when you're battling a Christian battle rapper. Mm-hmm. Luckily, A-Ward is white. <laughs> so, <laughs> is he? <laughs> I don't know. But Chef Tress has that little bit of to write from because as far as Christianity, he's tapped out. Right. Six whole rounds of Christianity, what else can you say? Right, right. But I, but look at that. When you, I feel like... When you battle more than one horseman, you're not going to be as effective against the second one. Loso and Chef Trez, powerful Chef Trez performance. Loso and Saga, Sa- uh, Trez is not as powerful against Saga. It runs thin. Yeah, but, all right, watching their battles, though, when he battled Loso, he had things going on in his life that he was able to pull from and didn't just become all about Loso or all about Christianity or whatever. Mm. Then when he battled Saga... Yeah, of course, there's some Christian bars in there, but he also attacked Saga's character mm-hmm. and who Saga is. So it wasn't three rounds of white Jesus, white Jesus, white Jesus. So he's battled two of those guys and able to keep his material different for both of them. Mm-hmm. So I don't see why he wouldn't be able to do it for this battle. And like you said, hey, what is white? You know what I mean? So now he's got that <laughs> angle to play off on. Right. And whatever character you know, assassination he wants to do and sprinkle in a little bit of that, you know, traditional talk that he that he should have in there because, you know, it's a big part of who he is. You know what I mean? But I don't I don't I don't think there's going to be uh, a, a lack of things to talk about also. And, and on top of that, a Ward is just a really good rapper, too. So if you get too caught up in all that, you might lose sight of that and it might catch you by surprise, you know? 
Yeah, I agree. But this is definitely, uh, as far as skill level, it's very even. Um, it's a great match. Two guys that take their careers into their own hands. So I'm very looking much forward to what these two guys put together. Um, Chef Trash has just been on a roll, man. He's also booked that street status against MVP. Oh, okay. And the same card got B Magic in math. So Chef Trez is just being that entrepreneur battle rapper. That's that's what we're gonna call them. Cause essentially they're all supposed to be entrepreneurs, but I don't like pop up shops. Uh, right? A lot of them, a lot of them, you know, they they wait to get that call back. You know, they wait to get their schedule on the board, and they're like, oh, I don't got enough hours, man. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of those guys work a retail job where some of the seasons is more hours available than the other seasons. Yeah. You know, and sometimes you don't get to work the big shifts where you can make the most money. Right, right. But these guys say, nah. Take that show on the road. Let me turn on my app, turn on my Uber Lyft <laughs> via, uh, you know, Juno app and make money as I go. Why not, man? The entrepreneur battle rapper, Chef Trez and A-Word. I love it. Now it's going to be fire. And these rebuttals are going to be crazy. And that's the thing with guys like this. You might say something so crazy that it's like, boom, that light bulb goes off, and now you're going back and forth. I'm looking forward to this battle, man. Bro. Man, sign us out of here, man. Oh, man. Until next time, everyone, log on to letstalkbattlerap.com. We'll see you. Peace. I'm going to